Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. The Lost Cities. New movie out now on streaming. This one's starring Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, and has an amazing cameo by Brad Pitt. This was an overall fun movie, I thought. Uh, The first half of the movie, I felt, was much better than the second half of the movie, at least comedically. I felt it was far better. Um, But other than that, I thought it was a fun movie. Like, if you just want to unplug your brain, go on a little adventure. Uh, Sandra Bullock plays an author who is well-known for writing these romance, adventure romance novels. Channing Tatum plays the cover model for these these novels that she puts out. Uh, and uh, a situation happens where she gets kidnapped. And uh, Channing Tatum's character, Alan, is has kind of a secret crush on her and sets up this mission to go find her. Uh, and it's fun. It's a fun movie. But again... The first half I enjoyed quite a bit more than the second half. It felt like there was... It felt like this movie was heavily edited. Like, the original movie had been changed quite a bit uh, to produce what what we see now uh, as the finished product. Um, but with that said, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. It's not like the genre of film, like a comedy-adventure film... You're not really. Uh, I'm not going into these movies thinking I'm going to see the next Academy Award film. Uh, but the the relationship between Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock's character, their chemistry, I thought uh, for the most part was was great. Um, but I want to get into it. I'm going to talk about some spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, you know, go ahead and check it out. It's on Paramount Plus right now. Um, so if you have Paramount Plus. It's, you know, you can't go wrong. There's not a lot of great movies that I've found on Paramount Plus, and uh, this one's definitely a lot of fun. Uh, And the cameo from Brad Pitt is probably one of the best. I mean, the thing is, now that we're in spoilers section, the, the moments where Brad Pitt is in this movie, because he's, like, called upon to be the, the guy to extract Sandra Bullock. And his action moments... I loved, uh, you know, he's supposed to be coming out in uh, like an action movie called, I think it's called Bullet Train later this year. I'm definitely looking forward to that. It looks kind of like it's supposed, from what I've heard, it's supposed to be like a John Wick type of action movie, uh, which I'm all for. I I think as far as action movies go, uh, the people that are making the John Wick series probably produce the best action uh, that that's come out it's you know it's I, pre- I i prefer action that you can see what's going on i don't like a lot of the kind of modern trend of action movies where it's shaky cam really close-ups a lot of cuts even though even the action in this one there's a lot of that cutting i prefer more of the jackie chan style action where it it lets you see, especially if like these actors are supposedly training, which I think John Wick does a pretty good job of actually showing the action, uh, because a lot of those actors have to go through, or all of the actors have to go through actual training uh, to do the action. So they they show it. If you're gonna do the training, show it. Show the action. 
it because it can be beautiful like Jackie Chan, which I've recently been watching Jackie Chan movies. So to revisit and see how amazing Jackie Chan was at, you know, just just fleshing out and portraying like beautiful action. It, it, it made me realize how kind of horrible a lot of action movies are these days. Um, so I appreciated Brad Pitt's character. Brad Pitt kind of plays the real life version of Dash, who is this character in Sandra Bullock's movies that is portrayed on the cover art by Channing Tatum, uh, his character Alan. So that's a funny thing. Uh, but the fact that he is only in the first part of this movie, how he gets taken out is pretty hilarious. Channing Tatum's character, like hearkening back to the the uh, the roles that he had with um doing the the undercover what is that 21 jump street 22 jump street i think channing tatum's hilarious i think he can pull off comedy like there are very few beautiful people that can pull off comedy like channing tatum let me put it that way and not only that his character at least for the first half of this movie his comedy is like this awkward like dumb guy quote-unquote which a lot of comedies you know use dumb characters as like some kind of shortcut to being funny which in most of those movies like all of the characters are dumb so there's no real contrast to see the the stupidity that this character has whereas this one it's clear that Channing Tatum is kind of stupid uh very awkward I love seeing an awkward Channing Tatum I love that but there's a moment about halfway through this movie where it's like it feels like I don't know if the, the script was changed or in editing. I don't know what happened. But Channing Tatum's character, Alan, goes from like this awkward, funny, kind of stupid guy, this like mimbo kind of a guy into a confident guy. Still not great at things, you know, still trying to be that that Brad Pitt kind of Jack Trainer kind of a guy. But he has like it, it's it's it just feels like a different character halfway through this movie. And a lot of the comedy isn't as funny about halfway through this movie. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear the many faces. Original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTSTMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. Um, and I don't know if it's exactly at the, the moment where they're, where, uh, Loretta Sage and Alan, played by Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, they kind of so she gets she gets abducted, which I kind of love the abduction scene. It was kind of an effortless kidnapping, uh, where Daniel Radcliffe character is a, a billionaire who's trying to find this kingdom, this hidden kingdom, and and all the jewels and things like that. And he's also kind of got a sibling rivalry with his other spoiled, you know. Uh, siblings that are, are are wealthy and and uh kind of trying to make a name for himself and to do that uh by this shortcut of discovering this 
this uh, kingdom that Sandra Bullock's character is like kind of unknowingly done work to translate some of the the language this dead language so she ends up getting kidnapped and it's a funny scene where like it's just so effortless like the guys who are going to kidnap her just pull up and she thinks it's an uber and she just gets right in which is somebody that's driven rideshare in the past it is kind of sad how people will just get into a car like there's been a few times where the wrong people got into my car after i like try because you when you're driving you usually verify like is this your name am i picking up the wrong person because you know if you pick up the wrong person you're not getting paid for that ride and there's a few times where people usually drunk just kind of go into your car and it's it's ridiculous it is so ridiculous so the fact that that kind of reality that happens in, in the real world kind of was how she gets kidnapped i thought that was funny uh but she gets kidnapped i think daniel radcliffe play radcliffe plays a great villain in this movie Uh, i really appreciated him uh you know despite the fact that the overall writing of the movie was lacking just the overall second half of this movie so she gets kidnapped and it's the the thing where she's like being extracted with with brad pitt with this uh jack trainer guy and uh alan and it's amazing that like the beauty that radiates off of Channing Tatum is overpowered by the beauty of and masculinity of Brad Pitt. Like Brad Pitt is one of the few actors that can make Channing Tatum kind of look like a normal guy. Crazy. Uh, but he, they extract him, which is a great scene. Like that set piece of Jack Trainer going in Alan kind of stumbling behind him instead of waiting back at that little tiny smart car, which was also funny. I thought that entire extraction scene was hilarious. I thought the way Brad Pitt's character went out, like just all of a sudden he gets clipped. And and as an audience, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I was so excited. Like, I was happy with seeing the movie where it's like, okay, Brad Pitt's going to help them get out of this thing. I didn't know how much of Brad Pitt was going to be in this movie. So when he gets clipped and then it's just Loretta Sage and Alan on their own in this jungle on an island somewhere trying to get away from these these uh, henchmen that are after them. Uh, like, I was on board. I was like, this movie is great. And then there's like there's like this emotional campfire scene where Alan's got like eczema. So for some reason Loretta Sage has like multiple face mask things, you know those face cleanser masks that that people put on that that make them look like like just uh dollar store mummies. You know, she has a bunch of those for some reason, so she puts those and it's like a touching scene whatever whatever. But it seems like after that scene this movie really falls apart like all of that momentum really just kind of the comedy the action all that momentum just completely drops out i feel during that campfire scene and then there's a scene where they're like running from uh these guys on on dirt bikes which is kind of fun but also kind of stupid i feel like right around that point right around either the mountain bike point or the campfire scene where it's like it seemed like the movie kind of went started to like 
pump the brakes a little bit. All that momentum that they built up just kind of was squandered, and now we're in kind of a like this adventure thing, but it's like trying to be funny, but also trying to be like this ro- like it, it, it's clearly becomes a romantic comedy more than an adventure. And the comedy seems to be taking a backseat to the romantic part, I guess. I don't know. But it, it just felt like it, it lost a lot af- around that, that point. Um, also, the trend of women getting, like, I know it's like, almost commonplace almost rare for a woman not to get work done on their face but it is so noticeable when a woman does get work done it seems and for me not a fan because it's super noticeable and it's it it feels like a bummer like it just feels like when you see somebody who's got like I don't know. I don't know the technical stuff that's getting done, fillers, Botox. I don't know what it is, but it feels like they have dead face. And I am not a fan. It bothers me to see dead face. If I could be as polite as possible in regards to one of the characters in this movie. And it's a bummer. It's a bummer. But Aside from that, I, I enjoyed, I really did enjoy the the back and forth between Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. I just, I just felt like, I don't know what happened with this movie. I don't know if there were rewrites. I don't know if the studio went in and chopped up the ending of it. I don't know what happened. But a lot of the end of this film, the second half of this film, just feels like it's missing something. It just feels like it's trying to do things to move the story along. There's a lot of side characters that are interesting that seem like they may have had more to do within this movie. Like they're highlighted in a way that makes it seem like they had more in the original version of this movie or the original script. Specifically, uh, Sandra Bullock's like social media person and her assistant's mother or grandma like those two characters seem like they may have had more to do at least that's what it felt like towards the end like they they're characters that had no need to be in this movie at all but for some reason they're there but they're not really it's so it just feels weird that they're there not only that but like the guy from the office what is his name which i love this this actor but um Oh, I am not going to find this offhand. Uh, but the guy from the office who is in this, and I'm not, I don't know his, I can't think of his name from the office or his actor's name. He's great. He plays the the pilot, the kind of cargo pilot that's flying her assistant to go help her because her assistant is also trying to uh, save her. And I think he's funny. He just randomly shows up in the the boat scene at the end where everybody's being rescued from the island which doesn't like again it felt like the these characters had more to do like it seemed like there was a scene that would explain why he was went from being the pilot of this airplane to now a guy on the boat 
it, it just I don't I don't know I don't know it it just it, it's a bummer it's a bummer despite the fact I thought this movie was fun it really felt like this movie was a lot better there was just it felt like there was a much better version of this movie at some point whether it was in the original script whether it was in the original edit whether it was uh, you know i don't know i don't know but it feels like they cut good parts out of this or at least connective tissue of some sort Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. The, the overall story, like this, this thing, like he's th- trying to find this lost city, which isn't really a lost city. He's looking for a lost tomb, which I don't know why this isn't called the lost tomb, but he's looking for a lost tomb of this king on this island. And it's like the, where the tomb is... It's like in the sinkhole because the guy didn't want to. It was more of a place for him to honor his relationship with the queen. This, this, you know, sweet love story or whatever, which is fine. It just feels so underwhelming. Just the entire, just the entire premise of that. Like felt like there could have been more build up to it. It just feels like. You know, it was clearly the reason for everybody to go to this island and for the adventure to happen at all. But it felt like it could have been or may have been fleshed out in a way that made it feel more satisfying when they actually found it. And they actually like it felt like it was trying to be this more of like this romantic, emotional type of a moment it felt like it was supposed to be that but like the movie's trying to tell you like this is a this is a moment that's supposed to make you like get emotional or whatever and i was dead inside so i don't know if that's my fault could easily be my fault but i do get emotional fairly easily these days so i i could i could you know not putting it off of the movie's fault at all i think uh, i think it, it really just feels like something happened to this movie um but overall, it's a fun movie. There is a post-credit sequence for those that may have watched this movie and didn't stay through the credits, which why would you? Uh, I think post-credit scenes are garbage. They're just commercials for sequels or for other movies in the studio. Uh, you know, They pr- typically happen with superhero movies, which I think there are far too many superhero movies that are far too successful 
and uh, really kind of make me sad for culture uh, that that comic book movies are superhero movies specifically are as popular and uh, you know successful as they are. Uh, but there is a post credit scene which also didn't need to be there. It, it makes no sense aside from maybe setting up a sequel. But even still, it wouldn't make sense for a sequel. This post credit scene where it turns out that Jack Trainer didn't die. That, like, where the bullet hit, he just transferred the 10% of his brain that he was using in that area to a different part of his brain. Like a stupid, like, just one of the dumbest ways to make somebody exist still like there's no reason for that character to live like even if they made another movie the 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 fact that loretta sage at the end of this movie is now romantically involved with alan it it, like to bring another movie in in like they did another sequel it would have to just kind of negate everything that happened in this movie like for for Jack Trainer to all of a sudden be another love interest for Loretta Sage would would completely negate everything that ha- like it would it would almost act like this movie didn't happen. Uh, but as a character, I thought you know I thought uh, Jack Trainer Brad Pitt's character was great. It it really made me excited to see Brad Pitt in an action movie definitely in an action movie um and i would have loved to even see more of him in this movie because i thought him being matched up with channing tatum alan's character uh or alan channing tatum's character i thought the contrast between the actual confident and able guy the manly man contrasted with the fake manly man i enjoyed that that contrast between the two um which made the beginning of this movie so much fun um but then channing tatum like his character turns into more of a jack trainer character which i i think they could have gone more awkward i think they could have gone more clumsy with him just kind of like failing forward type of a character uh but you know it, it and just kept his awkwardness throughout but it really felt like all of that was toned down along with everything else um and it just was not nearly as funny towards the end uh the second half of this movie but other than that you know it's a fun action romance comedy just felt like it it was doing you know it was juggling all of those genres but not it's just like towards the end they got tired of juggling so many genres and then you just kind of they just kind of set that comedy ball aside and was just more interested in the the adventure romance of it all. But uh check it out. Not horrible, like really really fun first half of the movie. And not a horrible second half, just just at no point does it live up to the first half. But check it out if you want. It is called The Lost City. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Oh!
much. Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.